0: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Ida Rodriguez. And thank you for joining me for this week um, week's episode of Truth Serum. I am on the East Coast. So I'm honoring my noontime uh, airtime. And wherever I am, if I'm in Dubai, we're going at noon on Friday because uh, we're going to stick to the script. But anyway, I wanted to uh, just Touch on this week's headlines. Um, I'm doing it solo dolo. First and foremost, I want to thank all of you who have been supporting Truth Serum from the beginning. You've been sharing it. You've been um, you've been sharing the content. You've been liking. You've been subscribing, and I appreciate that. You've Been donating, and I just want to say thank you for it because um, you know this is a, a very small operation. Those of us that show up for this is because we really want to make sure that you hear about what's going on from the perspective of people whose perspectives are not usually showcased on the mainstream. And so anyway, here we are. This week has been um, a very, very interesting week. Um, There is no no, uh, guest today. I am my own guest. I'm going solo dolo. Um, You know, I have to have these talks with myself as uh, I am enough. And um, a lot of times there are so many things that I want to say and I don't have an opportunity to say them because I have um, people here who want to talk. And this isn't an interactive experience. So I do want you to chime in because it is important that your voice is heard be on behalf of everyone. And I like to hear what's going on and I love to talk to the people um, throughout, you know, this world, who are experiencing the things that that live in the headlines. Uh, This week, uh, your president, Donald Trump, um, has been addressed for uh, an interview that happened in February about COVID, admitting during the interview that COVID was deadly dangerous and actually very catastrophic. And um, one of our journalists, and I I say our because he's American, but that's the only thing about uh, makes him ours, um, actually confronted Donald Trump, and um, the video went like this.
1: Uh, hi, Dondi. Me. Hi,
0: Michael. What's why up, Swag Daddy 42069?
1: And why should we trust what you have to say Such now? A terrible question, and the phraseology. I didn't lie. What I said is we have to be calm, we can't be panicked. Uh, I knew that the tapes were – there. these were a series of phone calls that we had, mostly phone calls. And uh, Bob Woodward is somebody that uh, I respect just from hearing the name for many, many years, not knowing too much about his work and not caring about his work. But I thought it would be interesting to talk to him for a period of you know, calls. So we did that. I don't know if it's good or bad. I don't even know if the book is good or bad. But uh, certainly, if uh, he thought that was a bad statement, he would have reported it because he thinks that, you know, you don't want to have anybody that uh, is going to suffer medically because of some fact. And he didn't report it because he didn't think it was bad. Nobody thought it was bad. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And your question, the way you phrase that is such a disgrace. It's a disgrace to ABC Television Network. It's a disgrace to your employer. And that's the answer. Are you ready? Because— Say, I, you know, I love. You, you, you course I of course I didn't. Of course I didn't. No, no. no. no, than the flu. And then you went out and told the American public that this was just like the flu. Let me I mean, something. you told we've had flu years. years. You told everybody else something else. No, and five times, right? Five times. Do you ever hear the expression five times? We've had flu years where we lost 100,000 people. The flu is a very serious problem for this country, also. And we've been losing them. Scott, what kind of a number have we lost over the years with flus into the hundreds of thousands?
0: Well, I mean, the
1: the last five years have been something like thirty-five to eighty thousand. Per- so, yes. thank you, Mr.
0: President. So we are comparing the amount of deaths of COVID to flu, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, I'm so tired of. Um, Everything being politicized and I just want to sound off. So that's what this episode of Truth Serum is going to be about. It's, it's going to be about me talking about these issues and just giving you a pers- my perspective, which is not law, but my perspective nonetheless. First and foremost, we know that Donald Trump was lying because he lied. He lied to the American public again. Right. So there there is no there, there's no debate here. We're not going to sit down and have a conversation about whether he was lying or not. That's when you know when you're speaking to one of his constituents versus one of his cult members, because if one of his cult members will will deny it, uh, will deny that this was a lie and will rock with Donald Trump at all costs. And those are the people that you do not want to have a conversation with, because at this point, those people don't care anything about you. They are fans of Donald Trump, not constituents of the president of the United States. Second of all, we all know Donald Trump did not know phraseology was a word or somebody gave him that word. He said that word and it happened to be a real word. <laughs> so when he said phraseology and it was trending on Twitter, he know good. Well, he was that was a malaprop in his eyes. He did not know what he was saying. He actually tried to say a word. He made one up in the moment and it just so happens to be in the dictionary. So <laughs> that worked out for him. Um, the other thing is the way that he positioned Bob Wood- 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 Woodward was in the very Donald Trump. Fashion, right? Donald Trump says stuff all the time in a way that is either promoting or demeaning of something, and and that's how he promotes products. Because to Donald Trump, this has just become one of the other products that have that he promotes constantly, right? So it's either he's either with you or against you. He hated uh, Nordstrom when Nordstrom did not want to sell his daughter's um, clothing. They have used the political office. To endorse, um, there is now product placement in the United States presidential office. That is what is happening. It's called product placement. So when you see a Nike shoe or a Coca-Cola bottle in a movie, that's called product placement. That is happening with the office that is supposed to be running the free world. So you have people endorsing, and you have people, you know, demeaning of. Uh, different products and different organizations for the benefit of the White House. They've been using uh, campaign money for legal funds, all kinds of things have been happening. And yet, and still, there are a great number of people who are rocking with this administration. And they are rocking with it because either one, they have cognitive dissonance, they're dealing with Stockholm syndrome, and they don't realize the situation that they're in. And how awful the consequences will be for those people who are not a part of that top 1% um uh, for what is happening in this administration not to say that the democrats are any better but they are in this case because at least um you know they're putting a little vaseline on. And I'm going to I'm they can say I'm unhinged. They can say whatever they want. I'm not telling people not to vote. I'm not telling people of color not to vote. I'm just saying that we need to acknowledge what the elephant in the room, and the elephant in the room is that neither of these political political parties have ever been effective when it comes to people of color. They've been What They have been the lesser of two evils. It has always been what they've been for people of color, black people in America, marginalized groups in America. They tokenize, they politicize, they bastardize, marginalized people for their causes. Then when they get into office, they develop a sudden case of amnesia and then forward and onward with the status quo. That is who it has always been. So when you come here and you talk to me about, how the dems did this and the and the dems did that and the liberals did this look here i am not here to tell anybody what their morality should be what their morality is supposed to be what i will say to you is that there should not be a politicizing of humanity if you have to fight to say leave gay people alone. Black people have the right to live. Women should get paid just as much as men for doing the same jobs. Then you know that we are dealing with a country, we're dealing with an administration, a political reality that is designed to keep people down. Because you shouldn't there shouldn't be a political party nor an agenda. Hashtags should not exist. We should still we we should not have to still have a fight for what it is to ask for the humane treatment of people who pay taxes and go to work in this country, regardless of what their sexual orientation is. You can be the most Christian person on the planet. You can you can praise God all you want. You know good and well that it is not your job to go around judging people if you are a Christian. And I know because I was raised a Christian in the church. Your job is to walk in a way that's worthy of the calling and you are supposed to let God do God's work. You're not supposed to be telling people that they shouldn't be gay, that they're going to burn in hell because life and death are in the power of the tongue. So you shouldn't be using your mouth to talk to people, judge people, be judge, jury, and executioner, because you know that that's not what you're supposed to be doing if you're a Christian. You're not supposed to be doing that if you're a Muslim. You're not supposed to be doing that if you're Jewish. You're not supposed to be doing that if you're Buddhist. Your job is to walk in a way that is so exceptional That other people will say, "I want to be that." That is how. That is what you're you're supposed to do. Your testimony should be uh, enough than to walk around judging people. So if you think gay people are. Uh, are going to burn in hell if you don't believe in in transgenderism that is none that is none of your business as an american as a person who believes in what the this democracy this alleged democracy is supposed to mean then you should be fighting for all people in this country to have their rights and their moral issues as long as they are not infringing on the rights of others And the safety of others should be what they should be allowed to do, right? So you should be fighting for that if you are a true American patriot, if you are a true upholder of democracy, right? But you want to talk to me about... and listen, I don't want to make every conversation about Donald Trump and because Donald Trump has already shown her, shown us who he is, showed us who he is. We've seen who Donald Trump is. When he said grab him by the pussy, that the immigrants were rapists and murderers, there are good people on both sides. He's already told us who he is. So for us to continue to have this debate and this conversation about who Donald Trump is, is unbelievably ridiculous. And we need to stop. Having these conversations about who Joe Biden is because we know who these people are. Kamala, uh, a lot of people uh, want to continue to, uh, you know, assassinate her for doing the things that all politicians in this country have done. We are holding black people, brown people, people of color to a higher standard than we hold the white people. Why? Because we expect white people to do evil shit. That's not fair, right? or why because that's the way it's always been why because christianity says that slavery is uh, slavery is justified in the bible and we we are as people of color are supposed to be demure and we're supposed to bow down and that's why so many people hate obama like if, if we're going to talk about race in america let's let's be, let's bust it down right let's not keep tiptoeing and having these dumbass conversations about what our allyship is because white people got black lives matter signs on their windows cuz they try not to get their windows busted <laughs> Because a lot of them are just like, yeah, put the window, put the sign up, put the sign on, on the window. We don't want uh. we don't want any smoke over here, as they would say. So my my thing is that we're going to talk about these these political issues. Right. Let's just be real about it. There are a lot of people who support Donald Trump because, one, they hate people of color. They hate immigrants. They think immigrants are coming here to take the jobs that they don't even want. Because they're selfish and that is what privilege is, right? And when you are entitled and you have been socialized and you have been raised and you have been indoctrinated into this belief system, it is very hard to depart from it. So let's just talk about that, right? Let's have a conversation about that right now. We sitting up here having this conversation about what true allyship is because a lot of corporations and these diversity and inclusion programs yet and still since George Floyd died, how many people of color how many black people how many brown people how many women have been murdered by law enforcement all right so let's talk about law enforcement law enforcement was designed and has been in order you know since slavery law enforcement was part of the system that oppressed people of color, black people in this country, you know, from the Mexican immigrants to the black slaves, the law enforcement has always been used as a tool to keep and maintain order when it comes to people of color and their oppression. Law enforcement existed during a time when it wasn't illegal for them to do the things that they continue to do to black people and people of color in this country, right? This was a time when you look at those marches, When you see Martin Luther King, even, which wasn't that long ago, the cops were beating people's asses, busting women in the head, hitting people with rocks, putting dogs on them, hitting them with water hoses. You've seen it. You've heard it. If you act like you don't know that it's happened, that's because you're an asshole, because that is part of the United States' history. We're not making this shit up, right? So now you're going to tell this system that was created to uphold oppression that they shouldn't be doing what they've been doing historically for years. And now we want to give amazing speeches. We want to have panel discussions. We want politicians to say this is not okay. The George, What happened to George Floyd was not okay. Well, guess what? What happened to McDuffie wasn't okay. Neville Johnson wasn't okay. Sandra Bland wasn't okay. All the way back to en- Emmett Till and beyond. So when we sit here and have these conversations about law enforcement, why can't we have the honest conversation about law enforcement? Not this country is racist, the world is racist, right? People stole people from Africa, distributed them around like bottle caps to different colonies and said, here, take these people and do what you will with them, right? That, that, was, the, that was the evil plan that was implemented worldwide because slavery was not just exclusive to the United States shit. Uh, fucking Paris, uh, Paris Francis had its foot on Haiti's neck making them pay for it, making Haiti pay for it, right? You, We sit down and have these conversations and we don't keep it real. And I'm not saying anything that has not been said before. We've all had these conversations before. We know it's true. We know who Toussaint Le Overture is. We know who Marcus Garvey is. We know, we know the stories. We know who Nat Turner is, right? So this is the conversation that we're having. So we're going back to Donald Trump ta- denying about coronavirus, which is disproportionately affecting black and brown people and the the, the marginalized. He knew, You got them right. He knew because who's dying the most at the hands of this horrible pandemic. Right. He knew. So, of course, we have these conversations over and over again. What do we do now? Right. We have to organize. We strategize. We plan. We have marches. We have hashtags and we still keep funding our own oppression because we don't know better. Right. Uh, What they did to us instead. And it. In in addition to taking the fathers and raping the fathers and taking the fathers away from the family and breeding them and treating the human beings like animals, throwing babies into alligator pits, um, you know, dragging babies by horseback, like all of the stuff that was done that we can have these conversations about. Like, I think that today on 9-11, when we think about all of the people who died in 9-11, all of the the first responders, all of the people. let, Let me tell you about, listen about America. America is so patriotic that they have a blue lives matter hashtag, right? A blue lives matter hashtag because they allegedly love law enforcement and they believe that law enforcement's enforcement, li- uh, the people in law enfor- enforcement, their lives matter. So with respect to the people in 9-11, think about how Jon Stewart had to go to Congress to fight for the pe- the first responders who are forever traumatized about 9-11, for them to get um, benefits He had to fight Mitch McConnell. That's how patriotic these motherfuckers are. They love their first responders when they're running into buildings to save people's lives. But afterwards, they don't give a fuck about them. right? You can go under any bridge in any city of America and you will find a a certain number of veterans who went, took an oath, Went across the way, fought people whose governments we destabilized and fucked up their countries, killed innocent people, children, women, and men alike, and then came back here and now they're living under a bridge because it is a farce. We continuously get told in this country that we have to pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. You are in a poor city like I was. You go to lunch and there is an army recruiter, a Navy recruiter. They will buy you lunch. They will buy you sneakers. And if you somebody like me who did well on the ASVAB, they will say they will try to give you money so you can go fight their wars. And I respect the soldiers. My uncle was a soldier for 30 years. But then they come back to America, and what happens? The VA hospitals smell like shit, if you've ever been to one, because I go there to perform for the veterans. They are understaffed, under-resourced, and then you come back here to America. You can't even get a fucking shot. You can't get a, a decent place to live. We don't have money for that. But you know what we have money for? To try to build a fucking military in outer space. Mm -hmm. So when you you hit me with the patriotism shit, you can miss me with all that bullshit. This is just one great I'll say it for you because it's a bunch of shit I've been wanting to get off my chest. So when Donald Trump lies about the coronavirus along the many lies that he's told, and the thing about Donald Trump is that he lies you know, unapologetically. He thinks that his base is stupid, right? That is why he does that. He thinks the American people are stupid because they've dumbed us down, right? We sitting around eating burgers for 99 cents. We are watching the keeping up with the Kardashians. We're idolizing buying Gucci while they make ads about us looking like monkeys. We have all this time that we are continuously busy, because that's what they do, they keep us busy. While they fuck us in the ass with no Vaseline. Yeah, I'm I'm I, if you are offended by strong language, this might not be the show for you. So this this is this is what we're doing here, people. This is what's happening. So of course he's gonna get on the podium and lie, insult ABC News, insult the reporter, because if you're not with his program, then you are uh you're not worthy of his praise. Now that is an indicator of who he is. Right. Because if he were a fair man and a good politician and had good intentions, then he would be able to accept criticism because he would want to be better for his base, for his people. But no, when you say something that he disagrees with, when you call him on his call him on his bullshit, then he turns and says, there's something wrong with you. What is that? That is a narcissist. It is by definition, a narcissist. And that is who is running our country. So not to say that the democratic leadership is so much better, but it's better than that, right? Because at this point, they are trying to kill us, (laughs) but they trying to, they've been trying to kill us, but now they are trying to kill us. There's no, they're not hiding it is my point. So I, uh, I'm i sitting here and I'm thinking about the week this week's news and this week's news is pretty, you know, horrific, just like last week's and next week's news, because what's happening in this country is that capitalism, patriarchy is uh, is all and and systemic oppression is their cousins. Right. They're all in it together. So you have to uh, pay attention to the things that are happening, like. My next topic, Netflix and this show called Cuties. I don't care what side of the political aisle you are on. If you are okay with pornographic issue, uh, vi- visuals of 11-year-old girls, then you got a fucking problem. And this is the problem with with this white feminism hijacking people of color's issues, right? Because th- they, they said that this was um, a a movie, an expression for young women to own their bodies and speak out against patriarchy. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, bitch. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. 11 year old girls. Are you fucking kidding me? You have 11 year old girls rubbing their vaginas and humping the floor. Who the fuck do you think is, is cheering this movie on? I'll tell you who, every goddamn pedophile who has Netflix. It is not okay. It is not okay to put these images out on these young women. We already have a human trafficking problem where a lot of the faces faces that you see are black and brown. So now what happens is we have to take agency over, over our black and brown bodies because we must. Because they they exploit us at every turn, even in the name of being feminist. That's not okay. It's not okay. And listen, I I, I know what people do and these corporations have to do their business. And I get it. People are business now, right? People have always been business. There's, the man at the bottom is always the cattle. You can believe whatever you want. I'm not having that bullshit. I'm not endorsing that. Listen, our black and brown girls are being targeted. They are getting snatched up off this planet, put into these sex trafficking rings. They don't even have the benefit of of an amber alert because they are not amber. And now you're going to tell me that you're going to perpetuate this by showing images of prepubescent young women? Not okay. That shit is not okay. And I don't care what anybody has to say. This is not okay. Look at this, you know, and and it's and it's a, an issue with all young women, right? Because patriarchy is real. So when we have these conversations, it's not just exclusive to black and brown girls because they pimping white girls out too, especially the poor ones. But uh, as Jeffrey Epstein showed us, they pimping out the ones who ain't poor too. It is a big business and we need to i don't care what the movie is about the the images are not okay bianca and i don't need to be educated as a mother of a young woman this is nothing to do with listen let's put the comments up because i'm i'm here for it it doesn't matter what the movie you're t- like q sheep no no Nah, Bianca. I'm sorry to be the one to say that I disagree with you, and it is okay for me to disagree with you because that is a problem that we have now. When you don't disagree with the with the groups, then all of a sudden you are, you know, uh, a conservative, or you're falling for the Republicans or the QAnon. That that imagery is not okay and the video that they put up was not okay which is why so many people were not okay with it i don't care what the movie is about when you exploit black and brown bodies as they've been doing for centuries that shit is not okay and it doesn't matter what the movie is about that's not what that is not what, what was shown right there was nothing in in any of the trailers or any of the visuals that we saw that was about what the heart of the movie is about, right? So when you show me that image, who do you think is going to say, I want to watch that movie? And that's it. That's what I'm talking about. It could be about, it could have the meat and potatoes about patriarchy and the oppression of young women and poor women and black and brown women all at once. But that's not what they led with. What they led with was a video showing explicit images of black and brown girls and white girls, and that was not okay, they're 11. So, and they are 11, 11. So when we have these conversations about uh, sexuality and, and who, how dare you try to take that away from someone who is 11, it's not okay. I'm moving on to the next subject. We can agree to disagree. That's the problem with now is if you disagree with somebody, you are trash, right? Like, oh, we canceling you because you don't agree with this. You don't. You know what? I'm an independent thinker and I have a right to my opinion. And if my opinion is not rooted in trying to keep somebody down, then that I should have a right to my opinion. What I'm not going to have is a bunch of white women, white passing women tell me it's okay to exploit the bodies of black and brown women it is not okay. The the There is intersectionality that is constantly being ignored. And you're not going to tell me that you're going to go out there in the name of uh, equality for women while exploiting children. And that's being normalized in this country. And we continue to watch this bullshit and think it is okay to fucking beat on kids, sexualize our kids, no, slavery is over. We're not doing that to our kids and we're not letting y'all do that to our kids. That's not happening anymore. Not on my fucking watch. Um, yeah, of course, the imagery that they use to sell the product is, it, of course it is, because if you're selling diamonds, right, you're selling diamonds, what do you show? You show the diamond, the, the the cut, the clarity, you put the light on it so you can see the, the, the beauty in the diamond? Of course. And, I, and let me tell you something. This is an, another thing uh, uh, based on that comment. When people say, I'm disappointed in you, who are you that your disappointment is supposed to matter so much to me. Do you know how judgmental that sounds? And in an effort to tell somebody not to be judgmental, try not to be judgmental. I get so many messages from people who demand of me to be perfect while they are imperfect throughout because i have a platform i'm still a fucking human being and i am not perfect and neither do i claim to be i learn along the way i should i canceled one of my jokes on this show because it was offensive to a group of people and i never took into consideration how hurtful that joke was for them because i am not beyond reproach but when you say to people oh i'm so disappointed in you because you posted a meme of Will Smith crying and this is endorsing violence towards women. Do you understand how much you turn people off when you do that? We are still just people and we are not saviors. I don't have a savior complex. I'm an imperfect bitch. I got pregnant as a young kid. I had a child out of uh, a wedlock as my family said, which was wrong. I have done things in life that I'm not proud of as I tried to grow up and become a better person. And every day I work to be a better person. And what I'm not trying to do is walk around pointing out the fucked up shit that other people do because I'm too busy trying to fix mine. So that 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 language is so um, it just it's so counterproductive to forward most ocean and actually solutions because if you always setting shit on fire, oh my god, i can't believe they did that. Oh, you can't believe they said that. Oh, I can't believe. What what are you going to accomplish with this? We have to have conversations even if they're uncomfortable. We have to talk to people who don't think like us. I'm not judging anything based on knowledge. All i know is Bianca Rosario, my love and that is not me being condescending, that is me extending love to Bianca Rosario, is that the imagery that we saw was very triggering for people who are like me, who have been sexually assaulted as a child. So to see grown-ups sexualizing children, doesn't feel good. So you wanna talk about being triggered by my comments? I was triggered by that imagery. As the mother of a young black girl, That was very triggering for me. And we should not be up for feasting for that, for the, for people to watch the body, black and brown bodies, whether they're being murdered or they're being sexually exploited, we should not be served up on a platter for that. And that is what I'm saying, because you lose the messaging in the presentation, because the attention span of the average person right now is that of a fly. So if you think that people were gonna watch that movie based on that image, then you are probably wrong. Because if you look at how it uh, went viral and how people were condemning it, it was not just the right wing that was condemning it. Liberals and conservatives alike were like, this is disturbing. And that is what I'm saying Um, anyway. Uh, I want to listen, I I, want to learn every day and I I work hard to deal with the issues of women in in this country because I know that I've been indoctrinated to hate myself as a woman, right? I battle with my weight. I had an eating disorder. I've been sexually assaulted. So I am, I'm very transparent about this. You know why? Because I know that there are girls that look like me and, and darker than me and, and lighter than me in the hood, in trailer parks who have experienced what I've experienced. And I want to give a face and a name to it to release them from shame so that they can heal because walking around with this is, is very catastrophic. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm trying to learn every day because I know that the, that, that systemic oppression, racism, patriarchy, all of it goes hand in hand. I'm well aware of that. But what I'm saying is we in the name of liberation cannot try to seek the white people's liberation because it's very different for us. And when we sit here and have these conversations, because these white girls start talking to us about feminism and the liberation of the, of the of the woman, when white women's feminism was built on the backs of the very black women who were in this country who never had a chance and never received the fruits of that fight. While we are here in 2020 having these conversations, we cannot act like it is so different. So when they try to, they have been over-sexualizing black and brown bodies forever. It is not the same thing. The social consequences for women of color versus white women in this country for that sexualization have always been very different. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but that shit is reality. And we have to be real about what happens to us. So I'm willing to have a conversation about any with anybody about um, anything because I want to grow, right? I want to be better, but I'm not going to let somebody tell me what innately feels bad in my gut because, Some white woman told me that this is what we need to be fighting for because we go to the fight all the time. And then when we end up doing the fight and then we burn shit down, what happens? They turn around and they set us on fire. And so we have to be real about that. And I'm not talking about uh, I'm not generalizing. I'm talking about historically what has happened to women of color who have jumped on this feminism train. All right. Onward and forward. I'm not having that conversation anymore. Everybody has a, a, a opinion uh, about this, you know, and, and listen, mind you, a lot of Latin people really, really want to assimilate into white culture because they're white passing and they want to have these talking points and they want to continue to talk about like you know they want to assimilate into white culture it, it is less painful it is upward mobility in their and per, the, per their perception they want to be they want to be down with the whites so they take on these white causes i have you know this cuban person that just attacked me on twitter calling me a socialist and a communist and that said latins for trump and i was like you know what you have a right to be whatever you want to be but if you think that what donald trump is doing is not as close to the communism or authoritarianism or dictatorship, whatever you want to call it, in one of those communist countries with locking up mailboxes and uh, deploying uh, illegal law law soldiers to go out to Portland and arrest people without Miranda rights. That shit sounds more like communism to me. So you you can miss me with that bullshit about how I want uh, communism in this country. I don't. And I've said this here over and over again, what I want is free education, a a quality education, because what we're getting is bullshit when kids in those countries that y'all keep talking shit about have way better educations than the children in this country, right? They learn algebra in fourth grade and we got to go to high school to learn that shit, fail it, and then go to college and fail it again. You know why? Because it's very profitable, to take classes over and over again in college because college is not free in this country. And now colleges, universities have commercials. They're marketing themselves to children. They have um, marketing campaigns. They have psychologists working for their marketing departments on how to target people to go to their schools. We're always praising, oh, USC and UCLA and Harvard. And all." all these motherfuckers are just corporations making money off of people who have to be in debt for the rest of their lives so that they can stay on the rabbit wheel, on the rat wheel, whatever wheel you want to call it. So when you talk to me about this stuff, I don't belong to an organization. You see this show, it's on YouTube. I'm not getting paid by nobody. I don't, I don't, I'm not for sale. I'm not negotiable. I'm about that life. When I talk about this stuff it's because I mean it. My people matter to me. So when we have these conversations, let's be as fair as we can possibly be because I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. So, um, you know, the Cubans were trending. And of course, the Dominicans trended, Mexicans trended, Puerto Ricans trended because anything, any tool they can use to try to divide people of color, they will continue to do, right? And so we are fighting against each other because the Dominicans... Uh, Don't like black people and uh, the or don't think they're black and Nicaraguans are violent and the Salvadorians are, 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 you know, a lost cause and Peruvians this and blah, blah, blah. They continue to divide us. Yes, we have issues. We have we're probably one of these groups that have the most issues. Right. Because we're not a monolith. We have so many. We have racial realities, cultural realities that we continue to ignore. We're not a monolith. We're Caribbean. We're South American. We're Central American. Some of us are black. Some of us are dark skinned black. Some of us are indigenous. Some of us have blonde hair and blue eyes. And there are so many different issues with us. But what I'm not going to do is let people tell me that I'm a communist and I'm trying to turn America into a socialist country when we all go know good and goddamn well that the socialism in this country only benefits rich people and the people at the top. So if you don't know what socialism is, then maybe you shouldn't be uh, spitting these points because you heard somebody say them because you never picked up and and read a fucking book. Because when you pay these taxes that you pay to these senators and uh, and to your state and these senators are getting their money, their salaries, and they're getting their money and they got the better health care than you and their kids go to better schools than you, then what the fuck are you doing with your money? So, they, they scare you into thinking that socialism is bad because they don't want you to flip the, this bitch and make socialism be about you because it's about them. But your dumb ass ain't never picked up a book and never read about what socialism is, communism is, Marxism is, Leninism is, like you don't, know, Stalinism, whatever. You don't know any of it. So, you just want to just repeat what you've been told because they don't think you're smart enough to read. And obviously, you're not. Because you walking around repeating talking points from people who said phraseology and didn't know it was a word and fucked up fucked upon fucked up and stumbled upon a word that happened to be real. So that's that's where I'm coming from. Um and I I'm so tired of hearing this division. Anti-blackness is real. It exists in colorism in the in the Latin x. Ex- community people getting mad at me because i'm saying latinx and they're like why are you saying that that you know because motherfuckers want to be included in that and they happen to come from the same countries that we come from and it shouldn't be that hard to acknowledge somebody and if you don't agree with it then don't agree with it but that, that, that what if somebody decided that they didn't want to call you uh Roberto no more because you your your name is Roberto but they don't you say your name is Roberto and they tell you no nah, we want to call you X How would you feel right That's all they're asking for We don't identify with this That is well within their right it ain't none of my business. I don't have to go home feeling bothered by that shit. This shit does not affect my daily life. The only people who walk around bothered by other people's identities are people who ain't got shit to do, right? They got nothing to do but sit online and talk shit about others. Or they are curious or maybe feeling that way, hate themselves, or, and are angry because they can't be themselves. So why not target another human being? Because it's easier than targeting yourself. I don't really care. It ain't, I got, we got bigger fish to fry, right? So for me to be worried about a transgender woman, the only thing I should be worried about is that that transgender woman is, should be safe. Shouldn't be getting killed by toxic men who kill uh, women who are cis women as well. And we want to make this a big deal and say, you know, well, they they should tell you who they are and what, you don't justify murder that way you don't justify murder right that that's the problem we we are getting to the point where we justify murder right Jacob Kelly right um uh, well, is it Jacob Kelly or Jacob Blake I'm sorry I am I am having one of those days, but I'm gonna look it up because I like to say people's names right we people were saying that it wasn't Jacob Blake sorry Jacob Blake. If Jacob Blake and it's <laughs> I'm so uh I'm so frustrated right now that I, my memory is gone. So here we Black trans lives matter. Leave trans people alone, men. If you don't want to be involved with a a trans person, I mean, it, it it to me it's just like what the fuck is going on? What is going on? You know the the homophobia and the transphobia in our communities. We know where it comes, from. it comes from, right? It comes from slavery, right? It comes from the slave. All the stuff that they did during slavery is real. When I hear, when I went to, look, like, just to give you some context, right? On this 9/11 day, where we honor the fallen, because we do honor the fallen, uh, there are people have done these these memorials where they call out the names of the people. Who died in 9/11? Right. When I went to Israel, I went to the um, the museum, the Holocaust Museum, because I wanted to learn about it. And I went to the Children's Holocaust Museum, and it's a black space with a project projection of the visuals, the images of all of the children that died in the Holocaust. And they they say the names of some because they don't have pictures. But can you imagine if they called out the names of all of the black people? who died um, in in slavery, in the African Holocaust, throughout the world. And you know what? We can't even call out names because we don't know them, because people's names were taken away from them. Do you understand what that means and how all of these problems, so many of the problems that we have are just an extension of that? And I don't want to be hateful. I don't want to be hateful and I'm not. I operate from love, but I love us, unapologetically love us. And when I say us, I'm talking about people of color, black and brown and the full spectrum from the lightest to the darkest. I love us and I won't stop. Now, that being said, I'm not going to I'm not going to, uh, you know, walk around hating white people. But if you want to know how to be a true ally to me, that means you got to be willing to lay down your privilege so that I can have equality. And those are the true allies, the people who are willing to take the privilege away from their children so that my children can be safe and have an equal life and, and, and quality of life and living in this country. That is what I want. And if you can't give me that, you're not a real ally because allies. Go to war with you, right? That's what an ally does. They say, I'm going to risk my life so that we can win. So that's what I need from an ally. I don't need your hashtags. I don't need your signs. I don't need your whack ass donations. What I need is for you to say, let's go to war. I'm willing to put it down so that we can have a better day tomorrow. And maybe we don't get it, but our children do. That is what an ally is to me. Um, so, uh, in, as, uh, the end of the show, I wanted to, um, talk about, uh, some of the Karen situations that have been going on. And so, uh, these two people took it upon themselves to chastise a disabled human being on a trail. And I want to show you the video because I want to talk about how we deal with these issues, these social issues, and some of the takes that I have been receiving from the people after I posted uh, one of these videos. Nice job.
1: Seriously dude, you're not supposed to have e-bikes on this thing. Uh, this is a handy pack cab piece of equipment. And? And what? Show me the rules saying that you're allowed to do this. You're serious? Who yeah. are you? Come on buddy
0: you're breaking you, the rules at the park you it's know the a rules.
1: handicapped piece of equipment i can't walk
0: you should have led with that. Huh. He did lead
1: with that i said it you're is this your husband class act brother you're a class act you guys are a class act you know the rules class act i mean you're to be there brother. yeah dude Everyone thought about it. wow class act <laughs>
0: So these people took it upon themselves to these people took it upon themselves to approach a disabled human body <laughs> and question them for being on the on the trail. Qu- questioned them for being on the trail, um, but it was first of all it was confrontational. It was aggressive. He stood in front of him. And it was um, downright insensitive because after he told them that he was disabled, they still was like he was like, and she was like, "You should have led with that." I cannot believe that these people have been, you know, have that is a lack of sensitivity, humanity, but above all entitlement and privilege, right? And so these things have been happening for a long time. And what happens is that we now are capturing it with the phones, we have videos, and we have evidence that it's happening, but it's happened forever. So people who are marginalized, you know, the people who are not able-bodied, the um, black people, brown people, uh, LGBTQIA plus people, um, indigenous people, you know, immigrants, you name all of us, right? All of us. Th- these people that have been in a position of power and privilege don't see us as fully realized human beings. And that is why they can question our existence. They can police us. They monitor us. They think they can talk to us any kind of way. And there are people who react that way, where he said, class act, brother. And then there are people who react like this.
1: What you gonna do, boy? What you gonna do in here with everybody here, man? What you gonna do? Get your ass up there, Mr. Fuck.
0: so there are people who react like that so I posted this video and um Quite a few people of color came at me and said, "You know, this video is perpetuating violence. We have to find a better way. Um, We can't continue to do this. Um, This is ignorant. He's gonna go to jail. Somebody was like, that's why they think that we're ghetto. Um, And I wanted to end with this because I'm very passionate about this. I'm gonna say a few things about this and you can take this and y'all can cancel me and do what you will, I don't care. I ain't trying to get canceled by a bunch of disconnected motherfuckers who don't stand on the ground for shit. When I risk my life, I have fucking white supremacists cracking my emails, uh threatening my life. Putting my address on social media and a bunch of motherfuckers who sit online all day long and complain and talk shit about people and are always outraged and ain't doing nothing on the ground when I got to, I hit that ground daily to try to change the world for my my children and my children's children and also yours. I'm not gonna let people make me feel like I can't uh, think the way that I think. Um, and not grow and be comfortable in a space because I'm always on edge about what I'm saying because I'm going to piss somebody off. One, you're going to always piss somebody off. So what I have to say about this is one, it is interesting to me how people of color are always held to a higher moral standard. You've heard me talk about this before. And yes, I mean, black people and people of color alike, indigenous people, there is this Truth, I understand. There's a divinity that rolls that that is within us because we've been able to endure, you know, genocide, uh, colonization, uh, all of the above, and we're still here. So I know that you know that we're magic because we have never been. You've never been able to extinguish us. But this uh, divine morality that has been placed on us does not exempt us from being real right? So when people employ violent tendencies towards people of color, historically, we were not able to react because the consequences would be death and something close to death, right? That is what's been in the DNA of the country and the world. So we've had to endure and endure and endure. Um, Now that we are tired, there are a lot of people who are not going to let you call them boy. There are a lot of people who are not going to call, let you touch their bodies because it is not okay to do that, right? And, and, I, and, and I took note from what Charlemagne said, because I was one of those people that used to say, I am not my grandmother. I will do this. I did it on the Larry Wilmore show. I got a different perspective and I respect it. Our ancestors did fight. We didn't hear about them because they don't put those in the history books. They put the people in the history books that got beat up and murdered so that we could stay in our place. But what I will say is I am tired of people telling people of color that they need to be more moral than, the, than their fucking attackers and abusers. So if you get punched in your face, if you get slapped and we go to jail for it, then we're willing to go to jail because we're tired of your motherfucking nasty, and you could put your hands on us without consequences. We are not fucking ragdolls and puppets and not available to your exploitation, your, your abuse, your violence. And many of us are not available to that for that shit anymore. Many of us are saying, We not doing that. So I have to say that when I see people finally exploding to sit around and say oh how dare you that ain't that doesn't work for me anymore. We can watch ourselves get murdered over and over and over again. We have watched the videos from Corinne to Sandra getting arrested. We saw George Floyd getting killed. We saw Laquan McDonald. We watch ourselves getting beat up, uh, murdered, uh, uh, extinguished, assassinated, stumped on all the time. And people just say, oh, this is an outrage. Put up the hashtag. Now you see videos of motherfuckers punching you in your mouth slapping you in the face and doing right back to you what has been historically done to us. And now you want to be outrageous. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about me, especially people who have specialized in violence and abuse or have benefited from it and stayed quiet. So if they think we ghetto I'm ghetto like Newport cigarettes, as Dr. Dre said. And I ain't embarrassed nor ashamed because the reason I'm ghetto is by design. Because I grew up in a motherfucking neighborhood where I had to survive because I didn't have resources and I didn't have what I needed so that I can have the extensive vocabulary to not be ghetto. So for you to try to blame me for that or try to get me to hide from it because you're going to look down on it I ain't with that. I come from drug addicts and broke people and welfare recipients. And I love every single one of them. And I will stand up for them over anybody within the Harvard community because they stacked themselves up so that I could eat and that I could live. In spite of their resources and where they grew up, they did it all for me. So I'm never going to be ashamed of being ghetto. So if white people call me ghetto for punching one in the face after they touched me because they think that they could touch me, then fuck those people. And I'm not I would I would rather put together funds to bail people out of jail for defending themselves and standing their ground like George Zimmerman did than to sit around and continuously watch videos of my people, black people alike which is my people, all of us continuously being bullied, mistreated, abused and murdered. And that is where I stand with that. So instead of saying, oh my God, what are they gonna think about us? I'm gonna tell you what they think about us. They have already showed what they thought about us when we can get beat down, assassinated and murdered and it's still happening And happening more since even George Floyd died. So you can miss me with that. I don't do the uh, respectability politics. I'm not going to blame people of color, black people for their own oppression. And I'm not doing that. So listen, if you have a problem with that, then you have a problem with me. Because stand your ground has to be across the board. Because black people, brown people, indigenous people, marginalized people work in this country. They pay taxes alike. And they, too, are uh, entitled to all of those unalienable rights that you constantly keep talking about. Right. When Colin kneeled, y'all talk shit. When they set a target on fire, y'all talk shit. You know why? Because that means that you don't think of us enough to believe that we are worthy of all of this thing, the things that this country says it are supposed to be granted to its citizens. And because you don't see us as fully realized human beings, we're still three fifths of a person. You stand by and let it happen. And until you are willing to take those rifles that you keep showing on social media to go fight for my rights and my right to live and my children's right to live too then I don't consider you an ally you are what they call a foe because if you were really an ally you would lock and load and say let's go because you are an American too and that White House that we salute to our and your ancestors built that bitch so that's where I stand with all of this. So I don't care what they think about us because they don't think much about us anyway when we constantly getting beat, burnt and, and, and mistreated in this bitch and they now fighting for that. So that's where I stand. Immigrants in this country are very mistreated. People think that they can say and do all kinds of shit to people who are immigrants, whether they come from Mexico or Haiti. And 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 there are a lot of people trying to divide us with respect to the black American um, descendants of slaves in this country who are old reparations. I mean, that's undeniable, right? They are. And the, the immigrants of all the slaves from around the world, the Dutch owe us money, the French owe us money, all the labor that was done for a long time for free. They're old reparations but I'm not going to sit here and divide us in this way because if you quote in Malcolm X, you quote in one of my people because Malcolm X is an Islander, child of immigrants. If you quote in Louis Farrakhan, then you quote in one of my people because Louis Farrakhan is a Caribbean man who was in a Calypso band, by the way, if you didn't know that, pull up the videos. If you are quoting Marcus Garvey, you are quoting one of my people because I'm Caribbean and Jamaicans and I, we are the boat stopped early. We've colonized by different people. You can see our food. You can see our music. You can see our cultural connection to Africa. It is not a figment of my imagination. Toussaint let Overture. If you don't know who he is, you should know because kick down that door for liberation for us all. So I'm not going to work on the division platform and I have respect for those who decide that they want to do it. But what I will say is that I will continue to fight um, as long as I can. Um, Bianca Rosario, I understand you've been making a lot of comments. I haven't had a chance to read them. Uh, My objective was not to offend you, and I did not take offense to the way that you, the tone of, um, you know, the condescending tone and dogmatic tone that you took with me um, about why that I was ignorant to what the movie was about when I was talking about the tools that were used to promote the movie and how detrimental they are in terms of presenting those images when it comes to especially black and brown young women's bodies, young girls and not even women yet. So um, my aim is not to fight here with people. I'm not trying to take down people. It's just not, we don't need that right now, but what we do need is to have conversations and expressions of our own opinions and be able to be free by that. As a woman of color, I am tired of other people telling me what I can and cannot say. And that does not—that that is not just specific to white people. I have a right to my opinion. And that's why this show is called Truth Serum with Aida Rodriguez. So i, I that's just my opinion. If my opinion is different than yours, but you can't tell me my opinion is wrong because You don't know my story and you don't know what I've gone through and why that particular image, those particular images made me feel the way that they did. And the reason why I take this time to address it when people say don't even is because I believe that your opinion matters, too, because I don't want to I don't want to take down people. That's not my that's not my thing. Right. That's not my jam. And we do that so much that we don't respect one another. And so in in my take, you know, you know, this is what we're talking about. I love us, and I won't stop. And I want to say thank you to all of you who rocked with me for uh, Truth Serum while I did it solo, dolo. And um, I appreciate y'all. Next week we're coming back, and um, keep sending me the messages. I will respond as I can. We are beautiful people, though all of us, you know, from the indigenous uh, people who were here first, who who were robbed, raped, and pillaged, to the beautiful people of Africa that were stolen and sprinkled throughout the world that create so many beautiful of us and the combination of all all of the above. In spite of what those colonizers did to us, we are still standing. So remember a few things that you can do. Read and learn about your history from sources outside of the system. Because a lot of these stories have been tamed and have been reshaped to make you feel bad about yourself. Constantly present images, positive images of your people to your children. Program your own children to love themselves because this world programs them to hate themselves. Um, As you uh, think about your dollars and where you're spending them, pay attention to where you put your money. Make sure that you are not funding your own oppression. A lot of times it is virtually impossible because so many of these corporations Are rooted in our oppression and have benefited greatly from the work that our ancestors did. But let's be more conscious about it because when we start removing our dollars from the people who are doing the bad work to us, they feel it and then they start making changes. And listen, extend some grace to your brothers and sisters that don't work the same way that you do. Some of them need to be in the system. Some of them don't. Everybody is not built the same. Everyone doesn't have the same type of personality and sensibility. We need people to be inside the system because we need to work from the inside out. So when you sit down and you shit on people because they are you know, corporate or they're you call them sellouts or Uncle Toms, we need those people to be in the system. Those of us who don't wanna be in that system need those people to be inside because we have to work from all angles. Um, extend some grace to people. Use your voices sometimes to help people and educate them, not always uh, tear them down. Because when you sit around tearing down your people, you are doing the oppressor's work. My name is Aida Rodriguez, and this has been Truth Serum. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.